Welcome to a podcast for the Krakoan mutant era with a distinctly black and queer lens. Every episode has a new guest, a single topic, and a ticking timer. This is X of Words. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. This is the last time Tevin will be on this podcast ever because this, like, Black Panther extra accent is uh, is not allowed. It's unforgivable, I'm afraid. And so... I will not have it all! <laughs> we have watched from the mountains! <laughs> I what? promise I'm better than this, guys. I'm, I'm much better than this. He is not. Oh, we're not doing a video episode, by the way. <laughs> I figured I was just making fun of you. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was getting choppy. <laughs> not the dancing now. Every time you come on here, it's an episode of America's Got Talent. What is, what's the situation? What is what situation? Do you just want an episode where you just sing? What? Don't tell me. Because it feels like I'm getting in the way of your creative dreams. What you don't want to do is tell me that because then it'll just be like an hour of show tune. Oh shit. Okay. All right. Good. Thank you. Thank you for warning me. Let me um uh let me not. Hi, welcome everybody. This is another episode <laughs> of X <Extra> Words. <laughs> I hope you're good. I'm good. You good? I'm fantastic. Yeah. Amazing. You got you got all the singing out that you want to get, you wanna know more African accents. You want to do a little like robot? You want to pop and lock? I, I don't know. You, we good? Uh, uh, we good. We good. This time. <laughs> Next time though, prepare for the musical <laughs> stylings of Tevin. I'm gonna let you bitches have it. <laughs> okay, so, that's so that's how you clear a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> One thing about the comments, they are not on your side. So I would advise you. Okay, so, um, yeah, welcome. Hi, uh, this is X of Words. We are going to talk about mutants for 10 minutes. I've got a timer. I've got guests. Today's guest is Tevin, T-E-V-I-N. You can follow Tevin at Black Bolex. That's B-L-C-K-B-O-L-E-X. And today we are going to talk about, actually, Tevin, tell us what we're going to talk about. Today we are going to talk about the Iraqi and how they view strength as it pertains to the Fisher King, Weaponless Zasen, and others in the Iraqi community who seem to not have powers that the Iraqi give a shit about. Hmm. I like that. I like that. That was a, like a newscaster voice. Today at 10, we'll yeah. be talking about the Iraqi and why no one gives a shit about Zen. <laughs> Whoa, watch your mouth now. You know I love a, you know I love an alien baddie. Well, well, well. Let's get into it in a second. So now that you know us and now you know the question, I'm going to hit the timer and our X starts uh, now. All right. So tell us what you think in as quick a run as you can about the way that Iraqi view strength originally, about our like original perception of how Iraqi strength was constructed. I think the way it was constructed is because when you think about it, they are a society that have been at war for thousands and thousands of years. So, of course, they're going to need powers that they can actively use in war, like powers <laughs> that they can actively like kick ass with. 
which I think is another reason why mutant abilities are referred to as weapons, because essentially they've had to almost exclusively be used as weapons. Mm. And with people like Fisher King and Weaponless Zasin, Zasin, Sin, whatever you say her name, however you say her name. I I, I call her Zen. I'm going to start going with Zen, man. But like, I think the way those two characters are viewed, because for a while, they almost convinced me that they didn't have powers, but the more things started going, and even in Legion of X, she refers herself as having a power. Even when she was talking to Kurt, she was like, you know how my power works, such and such Mm. and such. And I was like, wait a minute. They have powers. They're just not active like combat powers that can be used in terms of this keeps us alive. This keeps like this keeps us around. Yes. And I think like that was that was the first view I had of it, like a society that was very much shaped by war. And it, it informed their concept of themselves. It sort informed their concept of their powers, which powers were valuable and which ones weren't. Um, and I think, yeah, like, I mean, we've already done this, but uh, the fact that they were called weaponless was very specific and very intentional. Um, but I think it's, as we've got more exposure to them, it's, it's, it's evolved. What has been your favorite revelation about the way that the Iraqi view strength? I think that specifically, like with Zen's power, and like because mm-hmm. for they they literally called her weaponless, and she even for a while I think she kind of referred to herself as having no weapon, and the yeah. revelation that she actually does have a power is just not a power that is that would traditionally in Iraq would be considered a useful power, considering they are people who have been at war for thousands of years. And I don't necessarily think it means that they Mm -hmm. view them as useless. I think for me, it just means because the Iraqis still seem to value everybody's gift. Because even the Fisher King, even though he can't, whatever his power is, it's not useful in war. He's still respected. And whatever gift he has is still respected. It's just this is only you can only do so much with what you have, but you still did a lot with it. I'm going to do the best I can with what I got. I'm going to give it to you every single time. Again and again and again and again. <laughs> <laughs> now all I can imagine is MC Deborah on a racco. Please. The girls need it. Okay. I, my, I think my favorite one was being shown the emotional intelligence that's also wrapped up in strength. I think walking into it, there was a lot of, I think, like canonical, textual skepticism about their views and their politics and Mm -hmm. being exposed to them and realizing that um, uh, grief, love, all of those things are intimate parts of their concept of what strong means was really, really important as well. Because it doesn't mean that they were one note, you know, they weren't just like this warlike race that only understood war. Actually, like the, the fact... Actually, tell a lie, scratch that. My favorite thing is their take on religion and gods. That for me was the one where I was like, oh, wait, this is super fun. This is interesting. Yes. But I also think that like a lot of our, up until the point of us actually getting to hear it from the Iraqi and having other Iraqi around to allow it to be explained and properly contextualized, 
a lot of what we knew about them and how they viewed strength, how they viewed war, how they viewed violence was Krakoan and human opinions or understandings yes. of them. It was never coming directly from them or people who understood what they meant or how they spoke or how they communicated or how they thought, which was why when Magneto ends up like showing up trying to build a house and Fisher King is like, no, 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 no. You better not have a door. Everything is like that, that moment that you're talking <laughs> that moment that you're talking about of like the emotional intelligence. When Fisher King is like, whoa, pump the brakes. I don't know whoever told you that we thought like not being self-aware and not being emotionally intelligent was strong, but you didn't get it from us. Yeah. Yeah, and your your need for hierarchy and property and uh, segmentation and separation is not something that flies here. Mm-hmm. And that was something that was something good. I mean, there was a good. I think there was a good like three issues where everybody that came into contact with an Iraqi was basically called a dumb fuck by that person and sent on their way. They got sunned real quick. Real quick, as soon as you open your mouth on a racket, this nigga eating beans. <laughs> as soon as you open your mouth, why would you say that? Why would you say that? Who said that? Who said that? Who said that? Mm. Oh, Mm-mm. oh, it was a mess. Um, but there are some. I mean, I, I, I do like it. I think, and like we said before, the only thing that I'm a bit I'm a bit not sold on, and hey, you know what? It's 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 a it's a comic population, and you're not gonna like everything. No comic character should ever be written perfectly, you know. Yeah, everybody's meant yeah. to have their flaws. They're meant to have things that they have to tackle and 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 get over over the arc of the story. But the thing that I still struggle with sometimes is the whole helping isn't a friend's thing. As much as I love, like them screaming out insult at each other. Yeah. Insult, Chris of NASA. I love that <laughs> shit. I, like, if it wasn't so deeply, deeply obnoxious, I'd pick that up in my personal life. I think the thing about them and help, I don't necessarily think that it's them being opposed to what help is and actually accepting help. It feels more of like the implication of you telling them that you want to help them or that you're going to help them or that they need help. It implies to me, at least how I've read it, that everything that they've done to become strong or to become what they are and where they are, isn't good enough. They, all of these things that they've done, it's still not good enough. I don't think you're good enough. I'm going to step in and I'm going to make, make you better or make this better. I'm going to be the the straw that breaks the camel's back in this fight. Yeah, uh, and I mean, it is. It could also see, be seen as a bit of an overstep. Like we've we've really seen it applied where it's individual people, because you know Storm. Oh, you know Storm managed to get the workaround. You know we don't give a damn about that timer. We do today. We got it though. We doing good. I can even see the reflection off your forehead. Ah! we'll edit that out in post (laughs) i'm not gonna i'm not gonna because people need to know the violence of which you're capable i am a sweet innocent child i was here minding 
minding my aerodynamic business. Why well, know when you swim, you just be sliding through the water. Shoot. <laughs> Shoot. Come on, Aquaman. Oh. Oh. Come on, Namor Johnson. You ain't seeing heaven. You uh, you are not seeing heaven. Like, I don't know where you're going to go. Probably but, not. Listen, pack a cold drink from now. Yeah. <laughs> so, to wrap us up, where were we? Um, okay, all right. Well, how about I close up, up us up on this question? Yeah? When it yeah, comes to yeah. how Iraqi view strength, what do you agree with most and disagree with most? So what do I agree with most and what don't I agree with most? Yes. What do you agree with most and what you disagree with most about their outlook on strength? Um, I think I agree most with the way Fisher King expressed how they view emotional intelligence mm -hmm. and what that means for strength. Because strength without... Brute strength is never enough because mm -hmm. if you don't know what to do with it, how to handle it, how to use it, when to use it, when to be like, you know what, I don't need it. It ain't even a reason for me to wild out on you right now. Then it's just pointless and you're just a brute. Um, what don't I agree with most? I think right now what I don't agree with most is the thing that you were talking about that like is a bit of a peeve, the thing with help. Mm -hmm. But like, that seems like it's sort of changing with the way Lattice Logos is when he was taught, when they, when he was essentially saying that like team, I don't think it's a word that is a part of our language, but it is something that we can learn from you. It's something that we can adapt and use because for as much as the I, I view the Iraqi as like very community oriented, mm. like at, at times it can seem like they're very individualistic, but they they definitely feel like a we are community oriented. I think so, but I think that the reason they're community oriented is changing, which is forcing them to reevaluate what that community is and what it stands for. Because before they were joined up to fight a war, which gave mm -hmm. them different priorities. It gave them different weaknesses or things that you consider as weakness because you had a very singular function for the whole of the community to perform mm -hmm. now that that isn't i mean it wasn't the function for maybe what six weeks until you and i stand up but it'll be interesting to see how their view of strength broadens as war isn't the focal point anymore i think like to me lotus logus locus locus hocus pocus whatever that motherfucker's name is he represents the the drive of change and i think like in x men red watching iska she's trying to reconcile mm -hmm. like the losses that she's sustained i think she's another character that like will come to embody what the sense of iraqi strength is and i'm watching her really closely to see what her arc is over the next couple of issues because i think that's where it might be really interesting to watch too but quickly, like yesterday when we were trying to record, we both brought up how interesting it was that they were all so quick to adapt. Yes. It was never that they were just extremely staunch and this is how it is. This is how it has been. This is how it always will be. We're not changing. We're not adapting. We're not moving anything. They were all so quick to see that something isn't working. It isn't making them stronger. 
and quickly adapt and change. Because even when we saw the different little camps that Uranus had attacked and that he was destroying, we saw the Iraqi working together, helping each other, essentially forming miniature teams around mm-hmm. whoever and whatever and taking these things, these war machines out. Yeah. So it was very interesting to watch just how quickly and how easily they were all ready to adapt and ready to like, look, nook if you book, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> and it'll be interesting because actually talking about that, Lotus and Magneto formed a sort of mini circuit. And then they watched Storm and Magneto form the circuit that won the battle that erased their planet. So it'll be interesting to see how they incorporate uh, partnership and collaboration as uh, a booster or an extension of strength now that they've seen it practically applied in a way that individual strength couldn't manage. Now that you bring up Storm and Magneto, yeah, this is my other thing. We're going to have to talk about that at some point. I would love okay. to sit down for, for 10 minutes and discuss the sexual yeah. tension. Not that <laughs> I wanted anything to happen. All I'm saying is the sexual tension was palpable. He's an old man. Charles was found shaking in his rice cooker. <laughs> that is a that is an aged Caucasian gentleman. So was Logan. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, you got me. <laughs> and she was rocking with all five foot two of that. Okay, so thank you. Thank you for being here. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, it's been... It's been a pleasure. I'm sorry. I'm, I can't. I can't. I have to close the door. Red light. It's okay. I'll get back to it. <laughs> well, thank you, Tim, for the time. Thank you, everybody, for being here. Um, I've been Ashley. And I've been Tevin. And this has been X of Words. You really sorry, trying to get y'all. into the supercar, huh? I'm sorry, y'all. This has been X of Words. <laughs> Forgive me. I don't know why I'm like this. Someone that choke, someone I fit aside.